Hi, and welcome to the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast. If you're tired of yo-yo dieting and want to learn how to permanently lose the weight in a way that it's simple, easy, and fun, you are in the right place because I can teach you how. I am your host, Chris Berlingeri, MD. Come on, let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I have some super exciting news for you. I just need to start this episode with this news. And it's not related to my coaching program. This is, my friends, it has happened. My bakery, Lemon Yellow Latin Bites, has opened. This has been a project in the making of at least two years. Two years, you know, I have been mentioning since day one of this podcast. And finally, it's here. Finally, Lemon Yellow Latin Bites has a home. And it's open for business, for you, for your family members, for your friends, for the East Texas community to come and enjoy our delicious food. And just know that we are more than a bakery. We uh, also serve uh, Venezuelan savory bites, predominantly handheld food like Venezuelan empanadas, arepas, pastelitos, cachitos, um, all of our oh, tequeños, which are my favorite. We have that amazing green garlic sauce, guasacaca that you all love. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. And <laughs> don't don't you worry. The irony that I'm talking about this food on a weight loss podcast has not eluded me, my friends. But this is just a testimony that it can be done. If I could do it, if I could lose 50 pounds and keep it off for four years now, almost four years now, and be a restaurant owner and, you know, be there all the time with all this delicious food, you can do it too. You can do it too. It's not about diets. It's not about restriction. It's about mindset. It's about redesigning your relationship, not only with food, but with your body and with yourself. You get to do that consciously. You get to define like we're doing now in the Handling the Holidays Like a Boss program. We are getting to define what does holiday mean? How do we make a holiday special? Because we have been raised um, because of our family, society, to believe that holidays are meant for eating, that festivities are meant for eating. And this is not to say that food is an important part of festivities. It is. It is. But you get to redefine that. And, you know, you can choose those places that you for sure want to enjoy, enjoy during the holidays. But do you want to make it mean like all about the food? Or do you want to make it some other meaning? Do you want to give it some other meaning for the holidays, for festivities, other than food and alcohol and all that stuff? Because I'll be honest, whenever I would make it mean about the food, I literally would check out and just be all consumed in my brain about the foods, what I was eating, what I wasn't eating, what, like all the drama in my brain. Because truly, if you want to make it about all the food, then just enjoy it without all the drama and the judgment and the shame and the what if, and I shouldn't, I should be, right? And we already spoke about that during the Thanksgiving episode. But anyway, 
I <laughs> kind of like digressed a little bit, but yes, lemon yellow is open. And I'm going to use that as, as a gateway uh, to what I want to talk about today. Because my cafe, my restaurant opening, it has been a two-year process. And it's a process that it is very, you know, it has been very cumbersome. It has been a process where I've been wanting to give up multiple times towards the end. I actually initially wanted to give up like, every other month then it was like every month and then towards the opening of it it was like almost every week and then it got to be like almost every day I was like why am I doing this I don't need to do this I'm just gonna give up almost every day so it has been a process that it has been beautiful and exciting but it has been painful and awful and yes I'm very passionate about this and that's why you know, I kept going through it. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about goals. Goals that mean very much to you, that are important for you, but you seem to be spiraling and not getting there, kind of like you're in a maze, in a labyrinth. <coughs> Excuse me. And during Thanksgiving weekend, uh, two weeks ago, my family and I went out of town and in the town that we were staying, they had this kind of like life-sized maze. It was amazing. Um, and, you know, from the outside, it seems simple. And we're like, yeah, let's all do it. So all five of us went in the maze. My husband, myself, and our three kids. And we, <laughs> we were there for hours. And as I was doing the maze, I just couldn't help but to see the analogy of going through a maze and real life going through the maze and going towards your goals and it was just so such a beautiful kind of like a caricature example of when you're working towards a goal when you're navigating life it is a huge maze we just we're just not seeing literally the roadblocks right where like on the dead ends we don't literally see it but I was, as I was going through the maze and I was literally encountering the roadblocks, literally at one point going around in circles and going through the same spot over and over. I was like, this is just like, you know, when you want to go about towards a goal, that means a lot to you. And at some point I kind of like got a little bit claustrophobic because I'm not claustrophobic in the sense of space. But I get kind of like emotionally or mentally claustrophobic when I'm in a situation that my brain offers me kind of like, oh, we're, we're stuck. We're not getting out of here. I do not like that because I feel powerless. And the feeling that gets me going very much, a feeling that I love to generate for myself is empowerment. I love to feel empowered. So let me tell you, and share with you a couple of these learning points that I got through going through this little literal maze and how it relates to when we're navigating life or going through um, about achieving our goals. So first of all, you know, the maze has a exit door. It has. So you, when it relates to a goal, just know that for sure, the belief that for sure you're going to get there it's important. 
whenever I was going through this maze and I was feeling a little bit claustrophobic, like, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to stay here forever. I'm just going to stay here forever. I would just remind myself, no, Chris, there's an exit door. It's just a matter of time. We will get out of this. So when you're working towards a goal, that's very important because sometimes you're going to be like, well, I've never been able to do this. So I'm just going to, it's not going to happen. You get discouraged. You get hopeless. I'm going to stay like this forever. It's never going to happen. I'm never going to get my permit for my bakery. We're never going to open. But if you kind of like twist around your mind and be like, no, this is good as done. It's just a matter of time. I'm going to achieve this. It's just a matter of time. This is good as done. Of course, I'm going to open the bakery. Of course, it's going to happen. If many people have done it, why not myself? Of course, it's just a matter of time. That at least for me helps me when I, I'm like, yes, this is good as done. It's, it's just a matter of time. And sometimes with certain goals, we just don't believe that. But practice believing that. And maybe you don't believe, oh, it's good as done. Maybe you can start with, well, I think I'm not going to make it. But what if I do? Maybe I could. And then borrow that belief from somebody else if you don't have it for yourself. And this is what I mentioned earlier. For me, that helped me a lot through medical school, through residency, through jobs, through opening the bakery, through motherhood. It's like if others have been able to do this, I certainly can. Right? That's where we borrow belief from somebody else who has accomplished this. Oh, if I, if so-and-so could do this, of course I can. If there's so many little cafes and restaurants that have been able to open, of course I can. Of course I can. If my friend was able to lose 50 pounds and maintain them, of, of course I can. It's just a matter of time. I just need to figure this out. Of course I can. I would see my son, like, who had figured out the maze. So if my son could do this, of course I can. Which leads me to the third point. Ask for help. If there's other people that have figured it out, let's ask for help. It doesn't take away any credit from you. Take me, for example. I've lost 50 pounds and maintained them off. I have asked for help multiple times. Does that take away the fact that I achieved this goal? My bakery, my cafe. We opened, finally. I asked for help many, 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 many times. Does that, does that discredit it? Does that take away the, 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 the accomplishment of opening up the bakery? But sometimes we can just get so pride, proudful. Pride gets in the way. Oh, I should be able to figure this out on my own. Why? Why? I saw that with my sons during the maze. One of them had figured it out and the other one did not want to ask for help, much less his brother. He's like very, he was like, no, I want to figure this out on myself. You know what happened? He kept going around, around in circles, kind of like stuck in the same spot of the maze for one hour because he did not ask for help. So first of all, when you feel like you cannot achieve your goal, 
just say, it's just a matter of time, it's good as done. Of course I can do this. If you cannot believe that you can do it, do it. Borrow the belief from somebody else. Oh, so-and-so could do it. Of course I can. Third, if so-and-so could do it, maybe they can help me figure it out. Let me ask for help. And when you find a lot of resistance in asking for help, ask yourself why. Like, what, what's up with that? What's there? Another thing that I realized while making this um, maze was it, it had rained, so there, was, there were puddles. And sometimes, and I'm like a cat. I do not like to get wet, much less my feet. And, you know, sometimes to go through a part where I needed to go in order to figure the maze out, I needed to get myself wet. I'm like, oh, this is the part where it gets what I where I need to be willing to get myself dirty, where where I need to be willing to go through the yucky. And sometimes that can be very like when it comes to weight loss or other goals, is it's being very honest with yourself, like realizing things that are not serving you, realizing that you really don't like to do X, Y, or Z that you think that you like doing. Like for me, I realized that I really don't enjoy eating certain foods. Like bread, like I thought I loved bread, but bread was comfort. But then I realized that I didn't really like it and my body didn't really like it. And it was hard, like telling myself the truth. But in order to get to where I wanted to be, I needed to be truthful to myself. And it, that sometimes can feel yucky. Sometimes it feels yucky to work through an overeating episode. Sometimes it feels yucky, like I was saying before, like let go of your pride and ask for help. It feels yucky. You need to be willing. You need to be willing for it to be yucky at times. You need to be willing to go through this comfort. And not the discomfort of beating yourself up and self-loathing. If you're going to go through a discomfort, drop the self-loathing and go through a discomfort that's going to get you to the other side. Not the discomfort, oh, I don't want to get dirty. I'm so... I'm such a vain person. I just don't want to go through this. No, like the discomfort. Okay, let's go. Let's roll up our sleeves and let's get dirty with this. Let's get it going. Let's do it. If I'm willing to go to the other side, you need to be willing to get dirty. The other thing, if you find yourself going back to the same spot over and over again, leave some breadcrumbs or leave something behind so you know, take note. Oh, this path doesn't take me where I want to go. This is where like past diets come. Oh, I did keto three years ago, but I get it all back. Does that, is, will that really work? Oh, I did um this soup diet. You gain it all back. Did it really work? Take note as you're going. Well, and maybe, and that's not to say that maybe keto works for you for a certain part. Then you can transition into doing intermittent fasting and then you can transition into doing no flour, no sugar. Like that. That doesn't mean that some roads are wrong. The important, thing, the important thing is to learn from them if you are stuck. Let's say you do something, it's successful for a while, but then it's kind of like you're regaining, losing, regaining, losing. Like, what's up with that? Let me learn. What's going on? Let me learn from this. What can I do next? Overeats. Every overeat is an opportunity to learn so you don't do it at the same time or so you overeat differently than the next time. That's why shame doesn't help us when we are overeating. We don't dust it under the rug. Oh, I'll do better tomorrow. No, 
study that overeat. Where were you? In my program, I have um, worksheets that my clients can do when they have an overeat to study the event. So they are more empowered next time. I did this and it blew my mind what I found out. I found out that I almost always overate on Thursday, almost always on the evening, almost always when I was around certain people and in certain places. So when I found out that pattern, I'm like, oh, let me develop some strategies to overcome that. So again, if you follow, if you notice that you're going through the same road that's not getting you to where you want to be, leave some breadcrumbs breadcrumbs study it so you don't go that road again okay and again you just need to keep moving forward okay number one it's just a matter of time you're gonna get there you need to believe that just a matter of time just a matter of time this is as good as done second if you don't believe it for yourself borrow the belief from somebody else if so-and-so did it, of course I can do it. And what's your brain saying? Oh, but they this and that. I'm making them into some sparkly unicorn mythical figure. No, no, don't do that to yourself. We all can do the things. It's just a matter of figuring it out how, right? So borrow the belief. If so-and-so so could do it, I could do it. Third, ask for help. If so-and-so could do it, maybe they can help me. Fourth, I need to be willing to go through discomfort. You have to. You need to be willing to get yucky and feel discomfort and get dirty sometimes without the self-loading. Five, learn. Learn from the past experiences. And in order to learn, you need to get curious and drop the judgment. As you remain judgmental, you will not lean into curiosity. And without curiosity, you're not going to learn. So learn from your experiences and develop strategies to overcome them. And the last one, your why. The why you're doing this is very important because when it gets dirty, when it gets yucky, thinking about why you're doing this, why this is important for you, it's going to be the kind of like the energy, The it's going to be that energy booster shot whenever you want to give up. Every time I want to give up within my bakery, my why was I want to bring a piece from home to the people living in this community that are away from home. And I want to expose the people from this community to our flavors. I want to make the world smaller. I want to bridge these communities. That kept me going. If you're losing weight, why? If you find resistance, like probably you feel like you're, somebody else is imposing this on you. It needs to resonate with you, your why. And your why may change. Your why can change every month, every year, but find the why in each season. If a, if a reason for doing something is not resonating with you anymore, then find another. Or maybe, you know what? Sometimes it's just time to let it go. Sometimes it's time to let it go or put it on pause. Like my seminary, I'm doing my master's in seminary in theology. I have put it on pause because of the bakery opening. Doing the master in seminary is super important to me. But the bakery had a priority this moment because it was opening. And when it's, you know, open now, I already enrolled in two courses for the spring. So it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to do everything at the same time. Find your why. 
and be willing to let go when it's time to not focus on that anymore. But for that particular goal that is really important for you, like for me in the maze to get out, <laughs> just apply these lessons here. Okay. Why did I want to get out? Because for sure I didn't want to spend the night on a wet maze. <laughs> of course I wanted to get out. So I did everything I could in my power to do that. So find your why, journal on it every day. I want to achieve this and this is important to me because and then just go at it. I love you. If you need any help, let me know. I'm so passionate about helping you get to where you want to go. ChrisBerlingeriMD.com is my website and you can send me an email to ChrisBerlingeriMD at gmail.com or um, ChrisBerlingeriMD.com forward slash podcast. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat. Also, if this was helpful for you, share it with a friend and also you can share it in social media. It helps get the podcast to more and more people. Also, if you want to download my free planning guide, make sure you go to my website, chrisberlingeriemd.com. I would love to see you there. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.